0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I am your host, Matt Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side, of course, doing what we can on this show every day of the week to give you the tools, the skills to live with this crazy thing we call life. And today, do we have a special uh, show for you? It is Media Day down at Brigham Young University where they bring in all the football players, all the media get together, and it's just I don't know what we call it. It's just a ton of male testosterone coursing through the building. And what we have decided to do is forego the male testosterone and bring in really the better half of the BYU football team, the wives, the misses, uh, the queens of the football field. The wives are here with us today, and we're going to be picking their brains about what it is like to really be married to a football player. How do you get your life back? How do you not lose it with all the things and all the hype that goes around and maybe more importantly, giving us some tools, some ideas for how to juggle a family and just stay alive and not uh, not get sucked into all of it. Today on our show, we've got some special guests. I'm going to go through them one by one. Michelle Kafusi is joining us. Michelle, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: Good to have you. you now, Michelle is the wife of Steve Kafusi defensive line coach but there's kafusi's everywhere
1: i know it's a name that you can't go anywhere without someone saying oh. are you related to blankety
0: blankety <laughs> blank and they're at the university of utah they're at byu everywhere. they're everywhere they're going pro they're everywhere <laughs> they are good stuff now and her husband steve did play some pro football he
1: did we lived in philadelphia in fact two of our first two children were born back there were they really yeah. how long did he play he was there for four years oh my word okay yeah. Because that's the dream. That's the dream of these people.
0: <laughs> it may not be the dream of the wives. That's what we're going to try to find out. Is it really their dream as well? I'm sure it is because they love their, their husbands. We also have with us Malaysia Fua. And Malaysia is the wife of Alani Fua, who's a linebacker who just redshirted. Is this his first full year?
2: Um, it was last year, so last this is year. technically his second Excellent. full year. Excellent. <laughs> and tell us,
0: I think you have something going on in your belly.
2: Yes, I have a four and a half month old bean in do, there. Do you really? <laughs> and this
0: is your second child.
2: Yes, this is my second baby. And
0: Michelle, you have five kids. I do. And we're going to get into them because a lot of them are college athletes, they which are. I really want to pick your brain because that seems like it seems fun, but. As a ki- a father of six kids, yeah. it just is a lot of work.
1: It's a lot of work, and my husband takes all the credit.
0: Oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll fix that. Um, good to have you here, Malaysia. And uh, we want to hear from you. And then Corey Brown is the wife of Ren Brown. Corey, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you. Thanks you for having me. Good
0: to have you here. Now, Corey has got... A harder story, it seems like. Now, Ren, her husband was just, I guess, put on the injured reserve list.
3: Yeah, Ren will be gray shirting next year for medical oh. reasons.
0: So here you sit. You're, it's his senior year. Yes. He's ready to bust it out mm-hmm. and just make a huge difference, and then injured.
3: Yeah, it's a it's a bummer, but he's been really positive through the whole thing, and the coaches have been super supportive. Have yes. yes, we That's couldn't have huge. done it without Coach hall Has been so supportive, Coach Doman. Coach. You know, all yeah. of the coaches have been.
0: It's amazing. I bet I, we're going to get into that. Because to me, I want to hear how you make it through that. Because you, you have to be going up on these roller coasters, up and down, oh, every one of you. <laughs> and we'll talk about the games. We'll talk about all of that. But here's what I really want to know. This is one of the biggest uh, comments that all of our producers wanted to know. Do you really, really like football? I Who think that's a question
3: there? that evolves over time. Does it, Corey? <laughs> yeah. Tell me about that. So, actually, I have an interesting story. I got married the first day of fall camp. Oh, wow. I'm one of four girls, so football was not part of my wow. life. I didn't know anything other than the brown ball. <laughs> I didn't know yards. I didn't know anything. Didn't know Touchdown, anything. what? Positions? I knew there was a quarterback, Right. right? And so I told my husband the day that we were getting married, and he's like, Oh, that's not going to work. And I'm like, This is our wedding. Uh, hello. So naively, I proceed <laughs> and I take him away the first day of fall camp and did not see him for the next three weeks. Oh,
0: you got married, and then your honeymoon was fall camp.
3: Yes, our honeymoon was fall camp. So I was kind of confused that's at first. Up. Yeah, I did listened. not understand. <laughs> The pecking order. How did
0: you even meet Wren in a way that you can – I mean, how do you do that? You don't even know anything about football.
3: I know. Actually, we met in high school. Did you really? Yes, at youth conference. Now, oh, did you really? <laughs> yes. Just this little church so conference. So parents. Yeah. So this
0: yeah. is – now, Wren, though, you have a brother-in-law, Terrence yeah, Brown, Terrence. that played last year, played mm-hmm. for a few years here. Yes. He
3: actually started all four years ago. Did he years. really? Mm-hmm. Incredible
0: athlete. Daughter, and, and so Ren's not you know far from the tree there.
3: Yeah. I know. They're a very – Football powerhouse family. Yeah. They so you it. knew him
0: in high school.
3: Yes, and I mean he had a football career then. Um, I just I don't think I understood the importance. I mm-hmm. kind of you know I was just ready for that next step. We're gonna you know yeah. get married and we're gonna start our lives and, and then I was brought to a, you know crushing halt. I was like what <laughs> football coach Minahan? What are you doing to my life? That's right. And then you know the with the wives club it played a huge. Huge role in my life that first year. Did
0: it now? Explain what what is the wives' club like? Because it seems I like see if Michelle, the teams are tight, yeah, Michelle, you help us with that.
1: Well, actually, the wives' club is um, it started the first year that Bronco was here. I was actually uh, when Steve and I came. This is our tenth season. We had the defensive line up for barbecues you, oh, and get-togethers. What's that like? It's it's an all-day affair and I borrowing the is. neighbors' refrigerators and uh-huh. ovens, but it's great. How much?
0: What was the bill for the meat? Oh, you
1: don't want to know. It was <laughs> it was always the day after payday,
0: so <laughs> it had to be. It had to be.
1: <laughs> Anyways, um, and so when Bronco became head coach, apparently some of the he had heard that the kids really enjoyed getting together, and so he approached me and said, "Would you be willing to head up?" A wives' club, and I was actually president of the NFL Players Association Were wives. You really? And I think someone must have told them that yeah, named my they, husband. They knew you
0: knew how to do it. <laughs> You're like a team mom.
1: Oh my gosh! And so I said, "Sure, I'd love to." I said, "What's my budget?" Well, and he said, "There's zero budget." I said, "What's my time commitment?" A lot. Um, welcome to BYU Welcome. Football. It was so great. I'll volunteer, and That's I love great. it. And how anyways, many wives are in there right now? We have twenty-four. 25. That's amazing. And 25. it's just
0: so these are all the marrieds, uh, married players' wives. Exactly. Yeah. Do any like choose, you know, I don't want to be in that group. You know what? That's kind of scary. We cause, have like,
1: yet to encounter that yeah. situation.
0: <laughs> like, it's I, such yeah. a
1: unique situation to yeah. be married to a football oh. player and in college, they need each other. I'm sure they and do. And so it's a real bond. These it girls seems like great. you
0: might get left behind. Tell me about this, because here you sit with all these studly guys that all, everyone on campus knows, and they get all their egos stroked, and then it's just kind of oh, oh, are you relate? Oh, are you with him? Do you ever get that?
2: <laughs> See, that's the best thing about the wives' club. We all know we have to go through, and we go through it together. Yeah, and you can share that. <laughs> yeah, we you? share that together. Uh-huh. I bet
0: that is a pretty powerful sorority.
1: Yes, yeah. it's great.
0: Plus, you've got all the scoop.
1: Oh, yeah. We know everything.
0: You <laughs> <We> probably <laughs> honestly For do. The past
1: seven years. Then do you take it years. back to
0: Steve and say, okay, Steve, this is what's going on, and you really need to fix that? Do you take it back to the no. coaches?
1: No, I actually go straight to Bronco. Do you really? Yeah.
0: That's smart, That's though. who I
1: answer to. And so. but, you know,
0: that's a brilliant move by Bronco, I yeah. think. Keeping you happy probably keeps really strong solidarity and a happy team.
1: Yeah, and he's heavily involved. He wants to know – if there's an issue or a concern he needs to be made aware of. So That's I so I stay in close contact with him.
0: Is there, uh, I guess there really only are 24 married, 25 married players on the team.
1: And four engaged. Okay. We have seven. Yeah, seven, yeah well, <laughs> they <laughs> the the summer. Out of the do they really? All of a sudden,
0: boom, boom, boom. Oh,
1: yeah. And we BYU. have seven children, seven really? babes. At
0: the, so they bring all the babes, they absolutely. bring the kids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: children are always welcome to every event.
0: Oh, what a great idea! And you're modeling. You're modeling. You're modeling it for them, Michelle. Oh, you're, I don't
1: know if I. Well, that. I mean, you. Oh yes, oh. she is. No, yes, I she provide is. the house and the the time and the yeah. treat.
0: <laughs> well, and just the history. You have five kidlets. I do. Well, some of them are probably big kids. They're huge. Two of them are currently on the team. Yes. Now, how did they make the team?
1: The football players, yeah. they my two football players, they they're, they're just geese. bad to the bottom, they're, they're just tall, they're How six they eight, six nine. They're like dad. Um, one's offensive lineman and one's defensive end.
0: Oh, my word! And then you have a daughter that plays ball,
1: huh? She actually was our first child, our oldest, and the first one to get. A scholarship offer at to BYU, so well, her brothers really? had to do something. They
0: had to pick up their game. <laughs> yeah. How great is that? Now tell us about the daughter, and then you have two others. Where do they fit? By the way, they're
1: twins. Um, it's a boy and girl, and they are um, fifteen years old. Okay, and they're just all about sports. And are they? Well, what the if same... you were a
0: kafusi that just wanted to dance, and you're a or guy? Play the
1: piano. Or the, the harp, or, yeah, or an I've, artist. I've tried. Are you kidding? I have all my kids can play the piano.
0: I bet they can. That's all great. All of them though. play the
1: piano. They would. I'd have to practice piano before they could go to practice. So they'd be up there in their shoulder pads, just pounding, <laughs> looking out the window for their ride go. to come, and,
0: with their cleat hitting the yeah, pedal. Yep, yeah. I can so, totally see it. So tell me about your daughter, because your daughter faced a battle of all battles.
1: She did. Talk she, about
0: that for us. She
1: um actually was living away from home and in an apartment with girlfriends and was on the team. Yeah, she was into her sophomore year and, um, just f- experiencing huge fatigue and we and night sweats. And uh. we just thought it's cause she was in season and traveling. Yeah. And then, um, all of a sudden, uh, she said she had a horrible earache and sinus infection and we put her on antibiotics, it didn't work. So after seven, seven weeks of it, they tried steroids, everything. I said, can we just scan her from here to here and see yeah. what's causing the pressure from her chin to her. And we went and got a scan and they said, we'll call you in a couple of weeks. And I didn't even make it into my garage where I got a call from the hospital. And they said, can you get your husband and oh,
2: no. meet
1: us over here? And there was, they found seven tumors.
0: In her brain.
1: In Inner her ear. Like pressing up against her eardrum, oh, causing word. the ear problem. All in her lymph nodes, pressing on her throat. That's why she thought she had a sore throat. All the time. So we went in the next morning for emergency surgery and they released and took out the tumors pressing on her eardrum. Yeah. And, so that was the beginning of this fun,
0: crazy, crazy, crazy uh, like difficult. Out of
1: my control.
0: Um, I'm thinking that you might want to reevaluate football at that point. Did you? <laughs> I mean, like, like at some point you're like, what matters? What? <laughs> and hers was basketball, right?
1: Hers is basketball. And
0: so, yeah. And so I'm thinking that if you sat there and you... You already thought you had something going on. You already had your life, and then your beautiful daughter gets cancer
1: at twenty-one.
0: At twenty-one, what goes through your head then?
1: Just a lot of um, concern and sadness because yeah. the first thing Huntsman told us was move her home, <sighs> and you know then that's all, where these it all, dreams, started. all these dreams, all these
0: ideas start to get yeah. stopped.
1: Everything changes. Uh huh. And and not just in her life, my life, Steve's life, yeah. all the kids, everything changed.
0: Tell me how they changed because now all of a sudden he's not a coach anymore. He's just dad, kind of the leader of the family. He's a
1: worried father.
0: Mm-hmm. And he um, can't do anything really except love her. And-
1: nope. And we we uh, we had to, we got a, one interesting side note was our son Bronson is in New Zealand, Auckland, New Zealand, serving. Oh, on and, a mission. On a mission. And church. we got a phone call from President Samuelson one morning and he said – uh, Sister Kafusi, I think you need to call Bronson because the media, we can't hold them back any longer and they're going to oh, catch this. And we would hate for an elderly that couple way. that's serving over there to
0: hear about it and then bring yeah, it Yeah.
1: So we, we reluctantly to had to call Bronson. And oh. so that was a real – that was a real um, coming together moment for our family to be yeah. gathered around the phone and have to break that kind of news. Uh,
0: well, see, and it's – to me, this is the real life, right? Yeah, it's life. This is how it works for everyone.
1: Yep. It's out of control. It was out of our control. A stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh. large B-cell diffused cancer. It was throughout her whole body.
0: Oh, my word. Okay. She's, she beat it.
1: Um, No, not necessarily. Yeah, she's
0: – but tell us about that.
1: She's a stage four. And okay. so um, – They said we can never use the term um, in recession or cancer-free with her. At her point, um, they just try and get it to hold still. That's good.
0: And it's holding. It's holding. And she's playing. Is she playing again? She's
1: trying her hardest. Is she? Yeah, she is.
0: Wow. What a great story. And, you know, again, probably the reason, Michelle, you're over the wife's club.
1: That's got to be it's I mean, the blessing another lesson. Of being over these wonderful <laughs> another, young ladies.
0: Another beautiful <laughs> lesson. Well, I appreciate you being willing to share that because that's a big deal. Yeah. But as our listeners, that's what we always talk about is it's just life, and yeah. we all got to get through it.
1: Yep. You just you just pick up and and you move forward.
0: No one's immune, are they?
1: Nope. Absolutely not.
0: Well, we love having you here. We're going to come back. We're going to take a break. We're talking to the wives' club: Michelle Kafusi, Malaysia Fua, Corey Brown. They really are the backbone of the BYU Cougars football team, even though the Cougar football team may not actually know that yet. But they are the wives holding it together, teaching us what they can about healthy living, healthy lives. The wives of the BYU football team, right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Sirius XM
4: 143. BYU Radio.
5: NASA researchers have invented a new class of wireless sensor that keeps working even when damaged.
4: This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future.
5: Scientists at NASA's Langley Research Center in Virginia were exploring ways to have thermal insulation on inflatable space structures double as a damage detection system for space debris. In doing so, they created a whole new class of wireless sensors. Sansec sensors are open circuit, single electrical components. Each sensor uses a single geometric pattern that eliminates the need for electrical connections. That means it doesn't need solder or screws for assembly. The simplicity of the design makes the sensors cheap and easy to produce quickly, with less waste. And the kicker? Unlike traditional closed-circuit sensors, Sansex sensors keep working even when ripped, punctured, or badly torn. Sansex sensors can also be designed for measurements unrelated to each other, like temperature and fluid level, and easily switch from one to another or measure both at the same time. The applications for this technology are widespread. Researchers have already used the innovation in temperature sensors that promise to detect tire damage on vehicles better than conventional tire pressure monitoring systems. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino.
4: Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA. Visit us online at innovationnow.us.
6: Start your day right with Marcus Smith and the BYU Radio Morning Show.
4: You've touched a nerve in my family because I think t-ball is solely responsible for the fact that my children will never be great athletes.
6: Lifestyle news, current events, science and technology, and just plain fun. (laughs) I
4: I want you to answer my question.
6: (laughs) You'll be feeling good all day long when you start your day with Marcus Smith and the Morning Show. Monday through Friday mornings at 9 Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
4: Illegal use
3: of
5: the hands on the offense. 10 yard penalty. Repeat first
0: down. Go Cougars! Go Cougars, vocal point, singing us back from the break. And we are talking to the queens of the the grid line. What's it called? The grid iron. The queens of the gridiron, the wives of the football coaches and players, Michelle Kafusi, Malaysia Fua, Corey Brown. um, They're all married to somebody that is on the Brigham Young football team, and we welcome you back.
1: Thank you. We're talking
0: about kind of the female side, the life side, and this was another question that was a really big deal. You guys don't have to wash their uniforms, though, do you?
3: thank heaven can you
0: imagine those stinky things <laughs>
3: oh no we really can actually <laughs> can you i bet you can yeah.
0: i bet sadly you can't and michelle's watched enough of those
3: oh
1: yeah it's That's just how they got horrible him in the yeah
0: football let's go to malaysia and malaysia your hubby is a linebacker yes and i'm assuming a big boy
2: yes you know what he is six five and a half oh my word and uh He's still trying to gain on put on some weight actually.
0: Okay, tell me is he really? Yes. He how much how much does he weigh? Can we say he that? He is
2: 215 right now. Yeah,
0: he needs but to chunk up. But when he came up.
2: in his freshman year, he was 205. So he's making a lot a ton of progress.
0: So when <laughs> you sit there is not that funny. Like my husband my husband, my wife's like, "Yeah, you need to lose a little weight, chunky." You're you want him fattened up a bit.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? And we kind of thought, you're getting married, you know, you're going to put on a lot of weight right away. But no, it wasn't the case. It now wasn't he's the on case? A, yeah, he's on a special diet. I'm like, honey, can I make you this or can I make you that? Or dinner's ready. Sorry, I have to stick to my turkey sandwiches and oh. sun chips. <laughs> and
0: his sun chips. He just wants <laughs> yeah. to eat anything. Give me a brownie, for crying out loud. Yeah. What's it like? Okay, you have a little baby. You have a baby and a, one in the, a bun in the oven.
2: Yes, I do. So when
0: you see this big six foot five guy holding your little baby, tell me about that.
2: It's the most precious thing, actually. You know... When we first had our son, his name's Alani, also by my husband Aham, yeah. his dad. Middle name Dre, so we just call him Dre because there's just too many Alanis. Yeah, too my husband, time. Alani, and then his dad, Alani, Alani, and then my son, Alani. And you know what? It is the most precious thing just seeing how just like the sensitive yeah. father side that this humongous football player has And he's a linebacker. Yes. I mean,
0: he's supposed to be like a killer.
2: Yeah. Like a hired yeah.
0: gun. <laughs> And he's this big guy and he's just taking care of your little baby. Yes. And you are all so small. What's it like to be married <laughs> to these big heavy dogs?
2: I love it. I lo- I just love the security. I'm I'm tiny. Yeah. I am way tiny compared to my husband. Oh, I bet. that. So just security I have I, or that I feel with him. Yeah. I love. I absolutely love. Even though I'm the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's like half yeah. my half my height. Uh I love being with my Is husband. Is it? Now, tell Thank us
0: about you. raising a little family. Like, I mean, you're still students, so yes. we're still pretending to do schoolwork. I am mean, you are. Yes. But then we got to go work out. He's oh, got to yeah. exercise. There's a regimen. He's mm-hmm. not yours for, what, six months? How many, how long does this season go?
2: Um, it goes from, yeah, it goes forever. for forever. forever. Maybe From like starting August to January. And then
0: you're traveling all over. Do yes. you guys get to go with him on trips?
2: The bowl, the bowl game. Just the bowl the game. Best
0: so you time need a bowl game, or you're yeah. not going to get <laughs> it's the out. reward. Yeah. Oh, that's a big. Our deal. once a
2: year vacation. <laughs> and then it's
0: it's it used to, it's probably really good because you might have a chance to go to Hawaii, don't you? San
1: Diego.
0: Oh, is it San Diego yeah. Bulls? That's where you usually end up. Yeah,
1: that's where our dicks. That's. Is it gonna? Worse.
0: Okay, because yeah. it could be worse, right?
1: Oh, Disneyland. It worse. Oh,
0: yeah. that's great. And um, we got babies. We've got school. We've got their job. Um, how do you balance it? And at what point do you all just start saying, seriously, I can't take this anymore? (laughs) Corey, what do you think on that?
3: I mean, you have your moments. Sometimes it's too much, but... I mean, it's we're we're lucky that we have Michelle to sponsor us, that yeah. we have Coach Mendenhall's ear, and he's very attentive. Is he? To our, oh, yeah. We start off every season with a potluck where everybody gets together on the team. We bring kids. We introduce each other. All the coaches come. Coach Mendenhall and Holly Mendenhall, they talk to us, and they explain, you know, this is what it means to be on the team. This is the time commitment. This is how you deal with it yeah. in your marriage, you know? Sometimes it gets stressful. Sometimes, it, I mean, it's, it boils down to communication. Like. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they're gone for a really long time, and you know you get back Sunday and your week's starting up soon and you're gearing up and you know if if you have good communication and you have to be passionate about the program, which is hard not to be oh, I like bet. it's contagious you know well, it's football a mission is isn't it this yeah. is like your mission <laughs> exactly exactly do they
0: do they like do they do they frame it that way that you're you're like an emissary you're a, you're a you're a leader in the school, talk appropriately <laughs> yeah. be appropriate.
3: I mean, Coach Manning Hall gives us great advice on how to approach everything. And I mean, obviously, I mean, you don't even need that. Like, no. I mean, you believe in it. Yeah. He just inspires people. Yeah. And you just, you know, we're flag bearers, you know, we're going to do this. We believe in the BYU mission. Yeah. That's what we're here to support.
0: Well, what's uh, I think that's probably neat cuz a lot of schools may not have that kind of a spiritual bent yeah. to their purpose. You all can at least buy into that, huh? Mm-hmm. And then is it? It seems too interesting that you have the sorority of the, the sisterhood. What do we call it? <laughs> That's the, actually what we call it. We the call sisterhood. It a sisterhood. <laughs> the sisterhood. You have kind of the camaraderie of the team. Mm-hmm. You have the unifying, you know, church kind of feeling, mm-hmm. um, and you also apparently though are just still individuals. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I always encourage these young wives to never lose their identity. Yeah.
0: And how do you not when there's just such a vacuum? Like, it's still so about the athlete, right? Oh,
1: you would – I mean, I'm the luckiest person in the world to be able to work with these girls. They are all so talented. Yeah, And they are so – they're just such overachievers. I just – I mean, there's not one that's in a corner waiting for her husband to come home. Right. Oh, but Michelle, we have the best example. No, I don't know. (laughs) They're strong women, and I think you have to be in order to be in this lifestyle, or you just don't last.
0: Right, no, you'll just get kind of swept out.
1: But they all have their individual talents and their jobs and their educations and their – I mean, our activities – all I say is, what should we do this month? And just because of all their abilities and qualities and, and talents they have, our activities are so much fun.
0: I bet they are. Yeah. And then you, you um, I guess, are all, the, are all the women in school as well? or some done? Not we necessarily. We have a lot. We have
1: a lot that are stay-at-home
3: moms. We have a lot that are in the workforce. We have a lot that are still in school. We have a lot that, you know, they're in transition. Uh-huh. So it's a
2: full spectrum.
0: Do you stay on campus? Where do you live?
2: When um, my husband and I first came to BYU, we did stay on campus. And then we found out that we didn't have to live on campus if we, <laughs> we didn't want to. <laughs> so, That's no, true. it was the best, though, being around um, other families because we lived in um, Mount student housing. Yeah. I mean, family housing. Mm-hmm. So it was the best just being around other families, especially, especially just coming to BYU uh-huh. and just being able to be around others that are going through what we're going to be going to for the next yeah. f- Five years.
0: Is it, is it, I wonder if it, is it better sometimes to be around non-athletes, non-football player families and just around regular folk? Have you noticed, does that make a difference?
3: Um, I think.
0: Or is it just easier because you're in this microcosm yeah, to live in the microcosm? During, during
3: the season, It it's, you, I mean, you don't have a husband right. to go. So it's like date night and you're like, great, I'll come alone. Because mm-hmm. Friday night I'm by myself. So it's. It's just, I think, naturally easier to be around the wives, being our... Because we all we all know. We all know we're going to be alone Friday night. So let's oh. plan something. Let's do something.
0: Do you go together? Do you all go to the games? I guess you go oh, to every yeah. game when it's here. We mm-hmm.
3: all sit together, too.
0: Do you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet that's a rowdy area.
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are you? Okay,
0: let's talk about that for a sec. So when you're sitting there and somebody yells something about your husband...
3: Oh, no. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be about our husband. If somebody's trashing that someone else's, I'm like, oh, no, sir. Oh, no. no, no.
0: Get back here. No, yeah. There
2: comes points where I'm waiting... For my husband out after the game, and there a, a crowd of girls just like, "Ooh, he's cute." Hey, <laughs> I'm hey! Like, oh my goodness, that's so and so's husband. That's so and so's. Oh, how
0: so-and-so. weird is that? Yeah,
2: but you know what? That's just
3: <laughs> you gotta be flattered.
0: It's, well, it is flattering, I flattered. guess. Like, but you oh, know yeah. what? Don't touch.
1: <laughs>
2: Step
0: away from my man. That's right. You can look, but, you <laughs> right. you all can all look but don't touch. Oh, that um, I didn't think of that. Uh, to me, it would be maddening when somebody's just bad mouthing him. Or like when, you know, exactly. when you're listening to a commentator yeah. say something like, I can't believe he dropped his, the ball again. Why does he keep dropping the ball? It seems like a big deal. Or like why didn't he hit – why didn't he get that hit? Well, it must be hard for you, Michelle, because coaches <laughs> seem to get the brunt of a lot of stuff.
1: They do. And it's been really interesting because I'm not really vocal. But people – I guess figure it out, and I'll have people like tap my shoulder. Oh, we're so sorry, we didn't know you were Coach Kafusi's wife.
0: <laughs> I didn't mean and to I, offend yeah, you. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry. I called the defensive line the worst defensive line the in worst the history defense. of BYU. Oh, no, oh, I, I'm bet, just I, I bet. I bet they get.
0: I bet they do say stuff. <laughs> well,
1: our fans are so passionate. They are. They are so passionate, and so you just have to kind of take that. Yeah. It's like they have a,
0: and they have a really kind of high expectation, they, just because Lavelle Edwards era. They did so well so long that they don't maybe know what it's necessarily like to have a hard year. Yeah, do they?
1: Yeah, that's rare.
0: I bet it is. And so
1: they don't know how to react to it when it comes our way.
0: Oh, <laughs> that is so interesting. The why the life of a BYU Cougars wife. What is? I mean, seriously, folks. This is a big deal. It's a big deal. And we're going to come back from this break and we're going to talk more about it. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. I want to hear when we come back a little bit about what it's like to have your entire life riding on your husband's health, Corey. And um, like literally it's the up and down and it's and then it's the pick. It's got to be scary. To have them trying out for a position, working for a position, and then have the coaches making calls about your husband's life. We're going to talk about that. The ups, the downs, the lives of the football wives. This is the – what do we call it? The sisterhood of the BYU football team, the wives of the BYU football team and players. You're listening to the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back after this break with more insight on the back, uh, just a little backlighting on the BYU football team with the prettiest side of the entire team. You're listening to the Matt Townsend show on Sirius XM143 BYU Radio.
5: Connect with Matt on
7: BYU Radio's Facebook page and Twitter at BYU Radio.
0: <sighs> parenting can be a tricky business, and we all know families don't come with a handbook. That's why we can learn from world-traveling family coaches, the Ayers. Join the IRS on the Road for family, parenting, and general life advice, Monday through Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, on
7: Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. Good afternoon, I'm Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. The long-awaited toxicology report from the Miami Face Eater was released today and with some surprising news. No bath salts. Officials had speculated that the street drug, which has caused aggressive behavior, was what drove a man to assault and chew the face off a homeless person. Now, however, explanations of motive are up in the air as the only drug of any kind found in the man was marijuana. President Obama is stuck waiting just like the rest of us to find out what the Supreme Court will rule on his controversial health care plan. We're
4: told the president continues to believe his signature domestic initiative will be upheld, including the individual mandate to buy coverage. We are confident that the law is constitutional. However, spokesman Jay Carney says Obama does not have an inside line on the court's ruling, so his team will be monitoring TV, news agencies, and the high court's website. We all will uh, await the decision and uh,
0: learn of it at the same time that you do. Carney still won't discuss contingency planning, but says whatever the outcome, the administration will be prepared to move forward. Mark Smith at the White
7: House. A Syrian TV station was attacked by gunmen who left seven dead and stoked the country's violence even more. The target of the deadly assault was a private TV station that strongly supports Syrian President Bashar Assad. The raid left five portable buildings in ruins with blood on the floor. The government charged it was a massacre against freedom of the press and blamed terrorists. That's the term the regime uses for rebels. There was no claim of responsibility. Rebel forces fighting Assad deny that they target the media. It's the latest sign of the increasing level of violence in Syria. Assad himself described it as a state of war. Mark Levy, Cairo. Filmmaker, writer, and essayist Nora Ephron passed away in a Manhattan hospital last night after battling leukemia. She was 71 years old. Ephron stood out in the film industry as one of the few women who made a big impact. She was most famous for projects like When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle, and more recently, Julie and Julia. She was hailed as someone who could take on any challenge she wanted to and not only accomplish her task, but excel at it. You're listening to BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143. I'm Sam McCall.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We are sitting here with the lovely wives. The the what's it? What do we calling the wives' club? Is that what you call it? Mm-hmm.
1: The BYU Wives Club. The
0: BYU <laughs> Wives Club. The the healthy, happy. Talented Wives Club, um, some wives of the, our BYU football coaches and players. Michelle Kafusi is here. Her husband, Steve, is a defensive line coach. Malaysia Fua, uh, her husband's Alani Fua, who's a linebacker. And Corey Brown is uh, the wife of Ren Brown, who um, is now on the injured reserve. He's gray-shirting. yes, yeah, he Which means he's sitting out with an injury, mm-hmm. and he's got, I guess, w- that'll make him eligible for one more year. Mm-hmm. Which will be his 18th year at BYU.
3: You're <laughs> going on 27, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this will be his fifth year at BYU?
3: Yes. This B- coming season will be his fifth season. So
0: then he'll miss that, mm-hmm. and he'll then play his sixth year at BYU. Yeah. So he should have – does he have a doctoral degree now?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> a
0: little slower than that. Now tell us about that, Corey, because to me this is what I think gets a little mi- um, difficult. Because here you sit, your whole life is based on let's just get Wren – to play Mm -hmm. then let's get him once he's done if he if he goes pro that's great we go pro or if not we just i guess go get a job Mm
3: -hmm.
0: but and then all of a sudden he gets injured Mm -hmm. so your entire life with one injury now has been delayed a year yeah tell me about that what's that like
3: um, it's a little bit frustrating. Um, I actually started the whole football roller coaster with Ren years and years ago. We met when we were 16 mm-hmm. and, um, he was actually injured at the time he had broken his collar. or was his collarbone. Really? Yeah. And so and I... he's a
0: receiver, so you yeah, need that he, collar.
3: Yeah. You need, <laughs> you need that arm. It's yeah, kind you need of to be able to catch. Yeah. He actually was really talented at baseball and the break forced him into football and I'm grateful it did. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, we wouldn't, I mean, we wouldn't be here if no. it hadn't. And so, um... Yeah, I was I was there when he got you know offered a scholarship to BYU. So excited, and then you know there when he came back and yeah. was a little bit frustrated. He served an LDS mission for two years down in Argentina. Oh, that's came right, back right. a cool. little bit chubbier than he planned. That's the way we do it
0: in Argentina. <laughs> yeah.
3: Seriously. So um, that first year was kind of tough, getting back down to where he wanted to be. And after that, he's just been performing amazingly. He's loved every Does second love of it. it. There, I mean, there are definitely ups and downs. There are definitely disappointments. There's, you know, really exciting things like catching a touchdown oh. at fall camp in the middle. You know, the heat of everything. I don't think I've ever seen him happier. Like, Isn't it's that great. interesting? Because yeah. that's where he's
0: making his place, right? Mm-hmm. That's where he's proving his worth.
3: Yeah, and he loves it. Like, yeah. just eats it all up. Loves it so much. And then... Yeah, I, I remember he was experiencing. It was a couple of months ago. He was experiencing really bad hip problems. He'd come home, he couldn't walk up the stairs, so he was having hard problems. It was a lot of swelling. He would he would, couldn't sleep at night because he'd be tossing and turning. And you know, I was like, you got to get this fixed. And luckily, he, his receivers coach is really really supportive. Now, who is the receivers coach? The um, oh, call. How can I, not I remember his name you right now? Uh... <sighs> He's Canadian, and he's awesome, uh, and I it's love him uh, well, uh, hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cahoon. his wife is hot? Yeah, his wife is so hot. <laughs> I so want to be just like her. Oh <laughs> Except I'm like yeah, six Cahoon. inches taller than her, so I'm screwed. But yeah, yeah. Coach Cahone, he actually suffers <laughs> from the same injury as Ren, and he had a very successful career in the CFL, yeah. so he just gave really good advice, and so Ren went and got x-rayed, and he actually has a torn labrum in his hip, Oy. which is the first time they've seen that on the team. Did not make me feel very good. I didn't even
0: know you had a labor. Yeah, yeah,
3: in your hip. Your hip joint. And I actually don't do well with medical stuff at all. Like, every season, Ren will end up in the ER with dehydration, <laughs> and I'm just a basket case oh, on the no. ER floor, because I do not like needles. <laughs> and they're all sticking in, and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, please don't let me great. look. <laughs> but yeah, so it's... I mean, it's somewhat frustrating, but I think the program's so supportive. And you've got the wives. I mean, Lindsay Mahina is a wife on the team. Devin Mahina suffered from, I think it was a broken neck
2: Mm -hmm.
8: last year.
3: She's just the strongest woman I've ever met. I mean, just go get them attitude. This isn't going to stop us one bit. And so I'm following her. I'm jumping on that train.
0: You'll just do that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we're pushing through this.
0: Well, it's almost like he's happy. It's what we love to do. We're called to do it. Mm -hmm. It's fulfilling. And so we wait one more year.
3: Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, it's hard, but yeah. we wait one more year. It's tough, but you do what you got to do, right? Man,
0: labrum.
1: Yeah.
0: I had no idea. It's
1: That'll take you, right,
0: is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got two? Yeah. I guess you've got four.
1: You've got four labrums.
0: That's, I think that's pretty noble because, and again, I think it's noble. I, I think it would reach a point where, like if my wife was maybe an art history major mm-hmm. and we had to keep, waiting and waiting and red-shirting and gray-shirting <laughs> for her art history major, there would be a point where you'd just say, you know what? Work at McDonald's.
3: Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> you'd like,
0: this. come on. You'd, you'd think you would run out. You'd run to out. To me,
3: for for me, um, I don't think I could deal with the what if. Yeah. ren has got a really positive attitude, and he didn't always. like. I mean, there's definitely some days where I just wanted to smack him. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, in a good got, way. Oh, yeah, in a, a good way. Smack. In a loving way. But, I yeah. love smack.
0: <laughs> love smack. <laughs>
3: but... You know, like, he's had a really positive attitude. And if this is important to him, then I'm totally on board.
0: Well, I, that's it. I mean, again, I guess that's why we're married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so when he's down, you lift. When exactly. he's up, you, you're down. It's just, it's kind of And
3: I mean, work. it hasn't stopped my life. Like, I love my job. I love, I love living in Provo. I love the support system we have. I have, you know, we've got friends here. We've got a life here. And so one more year... Maybe it's a blessing in disguise.
0: What's it like? Tell us. Talk for a minute about this mission thing. So the LDS <laughs> Church sends people out on missions worldwide. So they could go anywhere. You know, it's not even up to them really. They just no. say they want to go, and then the church could send them to New Zealand. The church could. Where was your son? My other. I have oh, two Argentina. sons out right now.
1: I have two sons. One in Auckland, New Zealand, and one Seoul, Korea.
0: Oh my word! Yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun, and then so it's not like they can be out there working out, getting ready to come back and play ball either. <laughs> No, does that? I guess that's interesting too because that puts it in a weird place because all of a sudden they're coming home older. Some of these guys are mm-hmm. older than the average college are. player,
1: and that that just reminds me that really affected my husband when he went into the NFL because by the time he was twenty six, he was competing against nineteen year olds. Oh, interesting! And it yes. really plays into uh-huh. it. The older you, you get, well, it's
0: interesting too. But you're, and, and he's a, here. He is a father. So he's a father of how father. many kids by the age of 20, by the time he was in the pros? Um,
1: he, well, we didn't get married. The, uh, I, I promised my mom I wouldn't get married until I was a senior at BYU. Okay. So he went and played a year. Yeah. And then we got married. And uh, the last three years, we had two children back there.
0: So two, So here you are. Uh, you're playing NFL football, two kids, and um, you're, you're playing 20-year-olds. Yeah. There's got to be a maturity advantage.
1: There's a maturity advantage, but and there's also adan- the body. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, your livelihood depends on your body. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, I'll be glad when this is kind of over. And then he decides to go into coaching where now our livelihood belong, depends on these 19-year-old boys' bodies.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's beat them down for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Let's they get rid of their win or else We're out of work. <laughs> <laughs> so how does that work? Now, think of that, I guess, when, when you're sitting here and you you're the coach's wife and you're bringing in these new players every mm-hmm. time, is it hard to watch them go? Is it hard oh, to my let gosh. when you see one that has like a season ending injury it's or horrible. I guess do you all just get together and just it's commiserate just sad.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: I mean to we me mourn. that's hard be more together <laughs> yeah. and then when just one doesn't make the team anymore or i mean there's big decisions that are made here
1: there is.
3: We actually kind of have an alumni policy, too, because, you know, sometimes the BYU football program is awesome. Sometimes it's not a good fit. So sometimes we do have you know couples who need to find other sources of income, other yeah. ways to do things, and and you know once a BYU football
1: wife always. Yeah, that's
0: it. So this is forever. It's
1: mm-hmm. forever, yes. and we BYU so huge on um, alumni and band of brothers. Their model yeah. where they bring the f- uh, past players back, and yep. when those past players come, they bring their wives do because they really? the wives get and together. and then they can and... tutor
0: everybody. And <laughs> yeah. what do they call the band of sisters? Band of uh, I don't. I've never ribbon, thought of that. Ribbon of sisters. You
1: ought to come up with some great name. <laughs> there we.
0: <laughs> Think about that, Michelle. Put that on a T-shirt Yeah. and run it up the mountain.
1: Yeah. Um, that's, exactly <laughs> that's
0: exactly what he does, doesn't he? But, you know, he seems like a great coach for, um, for just the unity and the camaraderie. And he's just well-balanced, isn't he, Bronco?
2: Yes. is. De- Bronco's definitely such a great person. I remember coming into um, our first year here, and he was just there for my husband and I as a young couple in a totally different state, not knowing anyone. And he called us into his office, and he just said, hey, I remember when I was young in a new state with my wife and our kids, and he just basically told us how it is, and he just gave us so much support and so much love, and yeah. that was just great to hear him uh just you know welcome us so like the it was just the best feeling knowing art my my husband's coach it's like a Bronco. it is
0: it really is like a brother it's like yes. you he's your brother. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah, our I
3: think all of the coaches have such a great mentoring program. I think that I think that's one of the reasons. I heard one of the past wives. I heard her say once in an interview, "The reason I feel comfortable letting my husband go away on weekends and not seeing him until nine o'clock at night and completely disappearing during fall camp is because I know he's with good people. Yeah, and they really are."
0: Well, I mean, seriously, he's not going to get in trouble.
3: Mm, nope. Around not around. <laughs> in
0: fact, I was just trying to think, like, what trouble could he get in? And and they're working him to death. Mm-hmm. And you know when they're done and they're coming home stinky. So, you know, they haven't gone anywhere. Yeah,
2: exactly. And they're so understanding. I don't know how their programs are around but. Our coaches here at BYU—they understand that we have—they have families and they have other responsibilities to go home to. It's that's the interesting. Best.
0: It seems like you would actually be the easiest part of the team to deal with because you're solid and you're together. It seems like the harder thing would be maybe the single guys.
3: And and do you guys? <laughs> maybe that's why they have to go away to hotels during home they games. They probably <laughs> need to.
0: Is that what they do? Yeah.
3: yeah. Even a home game, they're gone.
1: They're gone. Oh,
0: yet. I did not know that. Are they really? They are.
3: So they stay. Far.
0: Do any of them have like weird rituals? Like things that they do? They don't eat? Give us 12 eggs. I have to eat 12 (laughs) eggs every morning of every game.
3: Ren has lucky socks.
0: Does he really?
3: Yeah, and if we can't find them, mass panic how long up I mean, oh, no, like, upturned if we can't find those dumb, black, socks? lucky socks you
0: know what maybe if he worried less about his socks and more about his labrum
2: yeah we wouldn't we'd be, in be, this we'd situation. be in a lot
0: better yeah. darn hip. so the socks matter malaysia does your husband have any quirky
2: you know my husband's just basically focused on eating is he just got to <laughs> yeah, eat oh he... that's right he's the diet yes. guy yes
0: <laughs> and he's trying to gain or lose
2: gain about Maybe like thirty pounds.
0: Okay, can I let me help you with that?
2: Okay.
0: Uh, you just need to eat a lot of Euro combo meals mm. with <laughs> fries and fry sauce. Yeah. And and the neat thing is if you eat them really late at night, they totally stick to your bones. Just <laughs> if he wa- if Alani needs questions about eating, I'll help him with Definitely
2: that. Definitely bring them your way.
0: Huge, ladies. Okay, this is good learning. Now here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take one more break. We're gonna come back. But when we come back, I want you to be telling me. So there's all these moms out there – in fact, even with mine, I have five boys. And so we're seriously questioning and they play football and they love it and we're trying to talk them out of it because (laughs) it's driving us crazy in almost every category. I want – when we come back, you're going to tell us what – why sports – because to me, you guys have got it. Why these sports matter for these young kids? Tell us what it's turning your men into and how it's beneficial and then maybe just give us some ideas of how to like keep some control over the ego the athlete just life from taking over you're listening to the matt townsend show everybody we'll be back with the uh football wives the queens of the gridiron right here on matt townsend show on sirius xm 143 byu radio
4: Sirius XM 143,
8: BYU Radio. Want to do a better job of conserving energy? Maybe it's time to glow with the flow.
4: This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future.
8: What if you could actually see how much electric energy flows to your household appliances? Would it change your habits? Researchers at the Interactive Institute in Sweden redesigned a power strip cord to pulse with light. As electric current flows through the power aware cord, you can see the glowing pulses and patterns of blue light spiral through its transparent covering. The intensity of the glow changes with the amount of electricity flowing through the cord. It's made with electroluminescent wires, which are phosphor-coated wires twisted around the powered ones. The device illustrates some interesting insights, like seeing how more power is used when you turn up the volume on your stereo to push those bass and drum riffs through your speakers. The look is ultra-futuristic, cool with a dash of techno geek. But it's not about just looking cool. The hope is that this instant visual reminder of how much power is being consumed will cause people to be more aware of their electricity usage and reduce bad habits. For Innovation Now, this is Crystal Browning.
4: Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us.
6: The Kennedy Center's Global Awareness Lecture invites international diplomats, scholars, and talented individuals to speak on issues affecting the global community.
4: The big problem is not Russia and the United States. What worries me is some of these rogue countries with their crazy dictators.
6: Increase your global awareness, enjoy the insights of extraordinary speakers, and keep up with the world around you by tuning in to Notes from the Kennedy Center, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Does this uh, song sound familiar, ladies? Rise and shout. You're listening to the Matt Townsend Show here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. We are talking to the uh, wives club of the BYU football team. uh, We're talking with Michelle Kafusi, whose husband is the defensive coordinator, Steve Kafusi. Malaysia Fua. Her hubby is Alani Fua, who uh, is a linebacker. You do not want to mess with him, although he is on the lighter side. He's trying to gain weight. And Corey Brown, Ren Brown's wife. Um, Corey's been trying to help Wren uh, strengthen his – what's it called? Labrum. Labrum. <laughs> Labrum. I hardly know him. Um, <laughs> we are going to get into the final segment here. And what I want to know is this. First of all, how do you help them? I bet I bet it's way hard. Losses are hard. We were talking about this during a break. And these guys, of all people, and probably no one more competitive, no one's worked harder for this, and then they lose to a team that maybe they didn't think they'd lose to? Talk about that. What's that like? Malaysia, what do you see when, when Alani comes home after a loss?
2: He's definitely bummed. But you know what? All the hard work, all the hard work they put into every each and every day. If you know what, if they weren't able to do it this game, they'll definitely do work yeah. the hardest to do it the next game. It's not lost, and it's the work that they put into it, you know. And they're still winners, going out there and going through all that. And you know, you can't win all the time, no. even though it'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even though the, the what Cougar we're hoping Club for this like year, that. actually. But that's right.
0: well, I think that's great, and, and it's true. It's not like you've wasted the time just because yeah. you didn't win. It you'll you'll get it. It'll and then every year it's better.
3: I think this is somewhat cocky, but I think that the football players who are married definitely have a support system to come home to. I agree. So sometimes it's kind of annoying, you know, your husband turns into a bear and you, <laughs> you know, you just steal and you love him through it and you know they they really appreciate it later. But sometimes I wonder what those single guys are doing. Well, I mean video that. games don't they no, just don't. they don't, <laughs> they don't hug you. That's
0: right. There's not a lot of warmth there. <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah, you can't curl up with your video no, game. Although half my producers would say they do. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at one of them right now. Um, but another part of that, I guess is imagine going home to another football player, oh. and the two of you are just in your dorm or wherever, <laughs> and it's like depression begets depression, and ugh, uh, At least you're playing. Well, at least you don't have to get hurt every game. Anyway, yeah. that's incredible. What, uh, what would you say, Michelle? What, how, what have you? have seen it, and you've seen it on the pro level. Yes. What I mean, everybody wants to go pro. Yeah.
1: You've it been changes, there. though. Does I it? love the college level, and I love the high school level. Did you? Because it becomes a, a – it's a, it's a business. It's a different game. And it's a job and everything has um, benefits. If you get the quarterback, you get a, st- a pay payday. Yeah. I mean, well,
0: nowadays they're paying you if you bonuses. kill the other quarterback. Yeah. It's right? really That's crazy.
1: So it's a whole different feeling. Yeah. Um, does it feel like it's a job? It's a job. Absolutely. Your husband is there to stay fit and healthy and your job is to see to it that he does Ugh. and – that changes it. doesn't It does. It, it takes the fun the out of it. Kind of. It. it really does. So I'm glad we're back at the college level. I
0: bet, and it's it's kind of, it's kind of nice because you got the taste of pro. Yep. You got some of those it's fruits. The fast lane. but then it goes you get to come fast. back and raise your family.
1: Yeah, and I love the high school. Do you? The you like the high school? Is so age is crazy. much fun to watch these kids.
0: Yeah, I like high school. They too. try so hard. <laughs> well, and it's you know, what? and it's so pure. It's a purer it game, is. and I think college is a purer game. And maybe it just does – you lose a little purity yeah. I guess with the older and the more money we're making. Tell me this um, as we're kind of winding down. Uh, as a dad of five, I really am thinking maybe we ought not play ball. Maybe we not. Maybe our boys just ought to play tennis. Oh. And uh, tennis, you know, you can play it forever. It doesn't ruin your hips.
1: doesn't blow out your knees. doesn't blow out your knees. <laughs> and I, And when
0: you do it, you're not trying to gain weight. <laughs> so all of those things seem like it's a good idea. But you all have seen kind of the character side of how – football grows a man and 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 probably or your daughter's softball or basketball, how it's grown her character.
1: Well, and I just, because they can tell the life size of it. I'll tell the mother side of it. As my children um, get into high school, I tell each of them, pick two things. You cannot come into high school and just sign up for classes and say that's what you're going to do this year. Right. You have to pick two things. I don't care if it's a cappella choir, I don't care if it's football and basketball or soccer and yeah. tennis. I just make each of them pick two activities and everyone my sisters think I'm crazy but they learn so many things. They learn team sport and sharing and defeat and Oh, which is huge. These life lessons are so invaluable that these team sports teach yeah. that I'm a huge advocate. And actually I'm a huge advocate of academics as well because I'm on the school board. I mean, academics is what I do, but um there's there's a fabulous balance.
0: No, and and it's they're critical. Yeah. It, and it, I guess it can get out of hand, but you can't give up the life lessons. So there's life lessons from a mom. Mm-hmm. Now you tell me, Corey, life lessons uh, from your partner. When you look at when you look at your husband, when you look at Ren, and you see just some of the stuff he's going through. Mm-hmm. Where do you see the sports, the athletics?
3: Healthy. So I actually grew up um, an all-girl family. We all play tennis. Yeah. And so the perfect sport, I kind of, way, yeah, course. I kind of always assumed that, you know, I'd marry somebody and we'd go off in our little yeah, have you condos know. and play tennis. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and you know, when I married into football, I was like, what is this sport? What is the hype? Why are we doing this? You're sore all the time. And honestly, if anything, I mean, it's taught him so much. Just to be passionate about something like, and you know, Ren doesn't, we don't always win. Like we don't always get on the field. We don't always, you know, sometimes we get injured sometimes, but Ren pushes through that. And if anything, knowing, seeing how hard he works, I mean, just to be successful at something that it may not even be our future, but just to see how much he's willing to devote. I honestly, I can't imagine a marriage without BYU or football or Mm -hmm. any of that in it because I just love him so much more for his devotion. And, you know, when you get knocked down and you see your husband get up again, you're like, wow, I scored. Like, I, And you know? he's alive. He's and walking. Even football. Like, football, there are a ton of people on that team. It's yeah. got the most, you know, scholarships at BYU. Like, yeah. there's a ton of competition. That is invaluable experience. Most people go to college, and, you know, some of these people don't ever leave college. Because right. you're paying someone to teach right. to tell you you rock.
0: That's right. You know? that's right. And
3: football's not like that. Uh-huh. I mean, he's working his guts off to earn that check every month. And, that's yeah, huge. I'm appreciative.
0: I love that. I think that's... I mean, that's really why I think we all want our kids to do it is someday they'll learn all these things and they'll be this man. Tell me this, Malaysia, about Alani. Tell us kind of how sports impact him as a father, as a dad.
2: They have a huge impact. You know, even just the commitment they have to put into football, the same commitment they have to put in. He has to put into his son and myself, you know, his wife. So and the teamwork, you know. Our teamwork to raise oh, our son, shoot. you know the support that they have to give each other as a team. We have to give each other as husband and wife. Do you and guys as... huddle up, huddle up, <laughs> huddle up here. We hug a lot. <laughs> See, that's good. You hug up. Yeah. That's so great. there's a lot of. Things that you will find in a team that you can also find in a marriage, and mm-hmm. it, it truly does help, and it's the best feeling.
0: Well, it's got to help kind of with their communication, their negotiation. Plus, I, what I love the very most about my son's football is my coach says, look, if your grades are bad, you're dead. So all my kids get really good grades during football season. So you always know you can call. It's kind of like you have the godfather. Um, You just call Bronco in and Bronco will straighten things out. Well, that I think is powerful. And again, we we wanted you on because today's media day. All we hear about are the athletes, the jocks, the studs. And yet behind them. Is uh, remember when they're all on camera? It's always the hi mom, hi mom, oh, my God. It's the, and you're like what? What about me?
1: You're married. <laughs> now, you love that,
0: Michelle, because you've got two. I'm there, loving boy. it now, but there now was a time where
1: I was like, remember me? that what had about all your me? kids. You should say hi, <laughs> hi
0: honey. Um, so tell me this as we just go through. We only have a few more minutes. But what um, what have you learned about you? What have you learned about who you are as as? So you're not just the wife of some player. Mm-hmm. You are you're all your own people. You're incredible. And what we always teach on the show is that Emerson taught this quote that says we all have a divine spark. So inside of us is something special, something divine. What have you all learned about you while going through this program? What have you learned about life? What have you learned about what's important?
2: Definitely okay. it takes a lot of hard work. And I've seen that in my husband. If you want to get somewhere, you have to work for it. And I've, I've definitely learned a ton from him knowing that it doesn't come easy you have to work for it and if i will and if everyone else does they will get it just like he is right now and that's
0: not easy you and alani were married very young right and Mm -hmm. and you're and here you are you're making it and you're making it strong and you're you're having babies and
2: (laughs) you're making it because a lot
0: of couples that start young don't make it Mm
2: -hmm. so that's great news with our heavenly father's help we can do anything you can do anything
0: good stuff Corey. what do you think
3: um, I think that, you know, just watching Ren go through football, I've learned that I can still be me. You know, I love the program. I'm really passionate about what Coach Mendenhall does for our boys. I'm really passionate about, you know, what my husband does. I love being a cheerleader for him. Yeah. But that's not who I am. I'm not just Ren's cheerleader. Right and and we I make sure that I do things that Ren has to come cheer me on. And yeah. I you know, it's it's a balance. It's a yep. compromise, an assertion compromise. So, Ooh, I you know, love that. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, signed up for an ultimate Frisbee team, even though I suck, <laughs> because Ren needs to cheer me on That's sometimes. That's right. <laughs> well, and
0: honestly, Ren needs to know that, right?
3: Yeah, and he's so good and about step it. step up and get Thanks it. to Coach Mendenhall. He is the biggest advocate for supporting your wife, and him and Holly are just the best example.
0: That so, is huge. I don't good. know
3: where we'd be without yeah. football, you yeah. know?
0: Well, you'd probably be just going to school. You'd I mean, probably be
3: graduating. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: you might be graduated by now. Yeah,
1: that's a fair enough statement. Michelle, wrap
0: it up for us. What did you learn? Okay. What have you learned with Steve just over life? What's the key?
1: Um, I've learned it's all about relationships. It truly is. Yeah. On every level. Yeah. From the football wives to the – Man that's taping your husband's ankles to the assistant coaches, the water boys, and the head coaches. It's all about relationships. It's all about
0: relationships, which is why you want to take care of these women. I love them. Because they're the ones forging the relationships. Ladies, appreciate you. Michelle Kafusi, Malaysia Fua, and Corey Brown. Thanks for joining us. Thank, thank you so for having us. See how easy this was? So easy. And nobody died. <laughs> um, good stuff. And honestly, I love this side of the team because, again, I think we all want to be lucky enough to go home to great ladies like you. Oh,
1: thank you. Oh, thank you. That's you. a nice compliment. Thank, thank
0: you. you. Just thought I'd say that. Yeah. You're awesome. Hey, You're so everybody cool. out there listening. Again, these are their wives of athletes, and they get it. They get that it's about people. It's about relationships. We can do anything we want with God's blessing on top. And uh, thanks again for joining us, everybody. We're here every Monday through Friday giving you tools, ideas, and skills to take your life and your relationship to the next level. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll uh, check in with you tomorrow right here on The Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
4: KBYU FM, HD2 Provo.